How is this still a thing? You can't make this shit up. We're taking names and digging graves. We've had it fucking enough. Let's talk it out, bitches. Let's talk it out. Hey guys, we're here for the next episode of Women Entourage. Uh, Women Entourage. I'm still debating on how you pronounce it. <laughs> so we're here today with three super funny ladies. If you guys want to go around, just like say hey. Hey, I'm Emily Thomas, and I have seen almost every episode of Entourage for some reason. That is impressive. <laughs> wow. Wow. My name is Melody Goodell, and I have not seen every episode of Entourage. I have seen perhaps five to ten, I think. <laughs> yeah. I'm Kate Blatt, and I think I'm in the same boat that I saw about five, like in high school, when yeah. I was trying to be like a cool, cool girl who could like take a joke. Yeah. I was like, I love this. Definitely. I, didn't. I feel like that's so far been a pattern of women who like watch the show when they were in high school. It's like I did it to join my male friends, or like mm-hmm. because yeah. I thought it was cool. I was one who like thought it was very cool at the time. And I didn't have male friends to talk about it with, but I just personally thought it was very cool. (laughs) So this is episode three that we're talking about. The title of the episode is Talk Show. Just to give you a brief synopsis, according to HBO Go, this is what happens in the episode. Uh, After meeting Jimmy Kimmel at a boxing after party in L.A., Vince agrees to appear on his show, despite a longstanding rift between Kimmel and drama. Eric and Kristen share a long goodbye. Ari puts the full court press on Sarah Silverman, and Luke Wilson tells Turtle how to score a free home theater system for Vince. It's, I think literally every single thing that happens in this episode they described it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would agree. Um, I would agree. Like it's in, in more detail than it happens. Yeah. I think so. Like you, you would expect from that synopsis that they'll like go and they'll like go into detail and elaborate on mm-hmm. these plot lines. Maybe it's because it was it, it's the beginning of the series mm-hmm. and they still have to kind of tell you about the characters. Yeah, that makes know. sense. Maybe this is like more of an like they're setting up an arc. Yeah, I wonder if they get lazy with the descriptions later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think they do. I have a feeling. <laughs> Yeah, I, well, I, I mean, I just wouldn't want to be the intern who had to sit there and write those. No. I'm guessing it's no. an intern. I don't, it might be a, perfect, like a... I highly recommend reading the descriptions of Netflix shows and movies, by the way. Oh, they are those... ridiculous. <laughs> those are always very, like, I always wonder if someone's actually watched the movie that they're describing. Same. Or if they're just... Probably not. Yeah, I can't... Oh, be... shoot, it's starting. Oh, oh so, yeah, so All right. yeah, we're starting at a boxing match. Which this whole, I actually am going to be honest, I watched the episode twice. I was trying to be a good student, mm-hmm. and this opening montage just made me feel uncomfortable. I don't know why, because it almost felt like just so typical macho and gross. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, oh, yeah, and they're holding beer, and they're like, oh, yeah, like, punch him. It's just like, really? That's as original as we can can get? (laughs) It's HBO. Come on. They're super into it, which I, I'm not into boxing, so I just, it might be. I actually love boxing. (laughs) (laughs) So you could talk better It's it's the only sport I care about. Really? Yeah. I, I, I hate, I don't watch anything except boxing. Wow. Can you, like, sell us on boxing? Um, (laughs) 
honestly, it's, I just, <laughs> I just, I think it's more interesting to watch people beat the crap out of each other than to, like, throw a ball into a hoop. I don't know why. Wow. It's, there's still definitely an art to the way people fight. It's very mathematical um, mm-hmm. and formulaic. And, yeah, I don't know. I like it. I like it. I, I go yeah. to kickboxing and stuff. It's it's a good time. So, <laughs> so have you gone to a boxing match in person before? <clears throat> no, I've just watched them. Been to a wrestling match though. Like a WWE? Yeah, or? it was. It was <laughs> just awful. <laughs> it was, sounds about right. Yeah. I have an older brother, so I grew up with WWE and never yeah. got it. But I'm also not a you know ten year old boy or. 20 year olds. I don't know. I feel like you grew up with it. You probably like it yeah. through your grown up life. So we actually just, when they're walking out of the boxing ring, this is a part that drove me a little bit nuts. I mean, yeah. a lot of the show drives me nuts, but they, uh, turtle like gooses a woman's butt and she turns around and she's like, fuck you. And I was like, yes, ugh, finally, someone who doesn't want to fuck these guys. Then she sees Vince and she's like, Oh, yeah. hi. <laughs> yeah. Just she, kidding. Like, walks right up to him and like, like, to, like, ditches everybody else, and I'm like, come on, they just totally, like, took advantage of you. She, she had a brain for a split second, and then they took it away. Yeah, exactly. Then Oh, yeah, sure. I feel like I had just forgotten, like, how profoundly unappealing the other guys are, like, in almost every way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't find any of them really, like, physically attractive or charming, like, yeah, none. Like... I remembered the one, what, who, E? Is yeah. he the one who looks like Sean Astin? Yeah. Like, like, He's the best one. Yeah, yeah, see, but I, and I, like, would have preferred, like, Sean Astin. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just don't, they're all the worst. <laughs> yeah. All the more reason to be frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel, though, is just getting better with age. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, he's, he's the most attractive one so far <laughs> in the episode. And this girl next to Luke Wilson looks so bored. <laughs> just, uh-huh. just watch her. Just watch her. <laughs> she's like, she's doing that like head nod and that thing where it's like a half smile. It's like, yeah, that's I care. I care. I really care. Been in the conversation where two people are talking, and you're like, how do I back out of this and mm-hmm. get away? And how did I get into this situation? It's most of my life. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, she she really does seem not a peep. Does not say a word. No. Well, they don't want women to talk right now. No, they're talking about technology. She mm-hmm. probably doesn't even know. That's true. She probably doesn't understand. She's like, what's like, a the video? big words like home theater? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Movie. Eric and Vincent are talking about work, about Jimmy, his appearance on Jimmy Kimmel that's mm-hmm. coming up, and E is saying you know, hey, you should prepare, and Vince is like, no, I'm fine, I got this, and both of them are sitting next to girls who are, like, their arm candy for the night, and they're just totally separate from the conversation. It kind of feels like they're talking about, like, private stuff, too, mm-hmm. and it's like, they, they don't, it's like, ah, they don't care, they're just here for yeah. the ride. Well, it's again, it's like, they wouldn't understand, so yeah. what does it matter? We can talk about it. Vince is also, I think, the laziest like, actor I've ever... Oh, yeah. He's supposed to be, like, so charming that he can get away with anything, though. Yeah. I think that's what they're going for. His post-entourage career has been fascinating to me. 
What has it been? Saving the ocean. Saving the ocean. He loves oceans. He loves water. I'm on board with that. I was unaware. He is so sincere. Yeah, he did. Well, that's great. He does what? He did a documentary. Yeah. Um, I forget what it's called. I have no idea. You can Google it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Ocean documentary. Oh, well, that's great. I'm I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. Because that's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's a good thing. I remember, I think I was reading something, or maybe someone said this on on a previous episode, but, like, you have, like, this weird thing with Vince where he's supposed to be, like, the most charming guy, but then, like, you're hiring, like the actor then has to be the most charming guy. Mm. And if you're not that person, then it's just like, it's like you wouldn't all, you also wouldn't be on this show if you were that person. Cause then you'd like be Johnny Depp and you'd like have that career. Yeah. Someone, was def- someone else is definitely talking about this and yeah. um, described it better than I can. But so now, well, yeah. So now E is talking about the fact that his, his ex is coming to pick up her things. Yeah. We can get into that when we see it. Oh my god. We can talk about it. I just love when they're trying to give each other girl advice. Is pussy whipped still a, a phrase people use? I have no clue. I, he, somebody called Eric that in in this scene, and uh, and I was just wondering like how... I haven't heard that in such a long time. That's such like an old... I feel like even for 2004, that feels like an old phrase or maybe maybe not but i feel like i heard that term like on a 70s episode of snl and like that's where i yeah. first learned what it meant mm-hmm. and now and then it should have just been ended there yeah yeah i found this exchange though very, very interesting i know he just left the kitchen where they're talking but how they were like vince you've never broken up with anybody like surely like what does it matter if he has or if he hasn't and i i didn't understand i maybe i missed it like what's the importance of him breaking up with somebody or not I think that it's, I think this is an early description of ghosting. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And so he's like, because they were talking about, like, Becky Serrano. He's like, yeah, I just didn't, I didn't say anything to her. Yeah, he's like, I never broke up with her. I just didn't call her ever again. Uh, which, to me, sounds like ghosting. Yeah. yeah. Also, he says he does it in, in junior high, which, like, I don't know how you would ghost somebody in junior high because you're yeah. in the same class as So who them. remembers that? Well, yeah. exactly. <laughs> somebody who just can't let it go. So in some ways, this show is incredibly ahead of its time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's over it's discovering. Basically, it's a place for Tinder. ways for straight it. men to disrespect women. It was just, it was 13 years ahead of its time. Oh, my gosh. So this is the first appearance of Debbie Mazar's character, mm-hmm. who plays Shauna. Yes, thank you. She plays Vin, Vinny's publicist. And she is the first, like, person, other than Ari's assistant, who, like, kind of says a few things, and Jessica Alba and Allie Larders appears for, like, a hot minute. Uh, she's the first one who actually has, I think, like, a personality that they mm-hmm. don't, even though, like, Vince kisses her neck and stuff, I don't get the impression any of them are trying to yeah. get with mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The golf course. Uh, smoking joints on their golf carts and rolling around. Are they playing golf? I think drama is. And I think they're just hanging out. Yeah. But oh, gold rolling papers, too. Oh, oh God. <laughs> and then E, his name's E, right? It's trying to do the pre-interview. Yeah, this he's the only one who's actually working. Yeah. yeah. This exchange was weird, though. Like, and Vinny's just like, 
Yeah, whatever. But they're talking. Like, he's obviously on the phone with the people. I'm just like, just give Vinny the phone. I don't know why. Yeah. Why? But he's getting high. <laughs> <laughs> but he's also not being... But nobody... But I But I actually... This conversation... I don't know about you, I don't know about you guys. I sort of felt like it went nowhere. Like, they basically... He's just like, yeah, I don't know. Is that a story? And it wasn't a good story. I can't remember what it was about. And like, okay, well, I guess we'll call you later. <laughs> like, we'll try and give you some better things to talk about on Jimmy Kimmel. It was like none of them had seen a talk show before yeah. in their lives. Like, what would we want to talk about? This was also, like, pre-Jimmy Kimmel being, like, who he is. Mm-hmm. Like, I would say in 2004, I don't think he was, like, respected. He was still, like, the man show Jimmy Kimmel, mm-hmm. like, when Ben Stein's money. That was, like, yeah. I feel like that was yeah. more what he was known for. And as opposed to now, where I'm like, oh, he's, like, a, like I actually love him now. And in 2004, I would have been like, oh, he's a garbage person. Yeah. I think he is just delightful. Yeah. He's I a class love act. Him. Yeah. He's, he's so, like, he does... I, I love his his show is great, but I but like looking back, I'm sure when I watched this show, I was probably like I don't think he would do I don't know if he would do Entourage. I now. I don't I kind of don't think he would actually just just based on recently like how he's been running a show and the things that he you know stands for and says. I mean, maybe he and I have the strongest opinion, but I I I don't see him being like oh yeah Entourage like I would love to, I would love to do that. I could see him being a little more choosy maybe of the projects he would want to be affiliated with also politically isn't like mark wall is mark Wahlberg's very conservative isn't he is he i have no I idea mean, I know uh, that wouldn't shock me well yeah, he, I think he's he gotten is. in trouble for Tra- lots of racism oh yeah lots of yep racism <laughs> and uh, yeah. just saying i mean just saying dumb stuff in general yeah so i could yeah. i could see him like not even asking jimmy kimmel because mm-hmm. he's like very liberal and kind. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like a good dude. This show was hot back in the day. Everybody wanted a cameo. Yeah. It was. It really, like, even in the first two episodes, it's like, they have a lot of big names. Like, Jessica Alba's in the second one. Mm-hmm. The, the guy from, was David Faustino from Married with Children, mm-hmm. who was not, I don't think was ever hot. I mean, other than, like, 1998. But. <laughs> oh, so now, this is the X. Eric to get her stuff. Yeah, Eric is at his ex's house. He is, has come to get his stuff, and uh, his ex is, you know, doing really well. I guess she's a psychology major. I was a little surprised though by her lack of compassion. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, <laughs> she has sex with him as breakup sex, and afterwards he's like, "So now what?" And she, she just shuts him down and. Uh, I don't know, for a psychologist, a budding psychologist, I was sort of like, I don't know, put off by her, yeah. the, her attitude. I don't know. Yeah, I see what you're saying, but part of me also kind of liked it. Yeah. Because, but, and I'm also not surprised that they even wrote her like that, because think about it, I mean, it's such a male-heavy show that, like, they even, I think they even write the females as men. They would think, yeah. like, a man would do that. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, just typically, like, guy would, you know, it's like, sort of like, hit it, then quit it type of philosophy. So I actually sort of liked that she was on like, yeah, no, I'm leaving by. <laughs> Cause like, I feel like more often than not women are portrayed total opposite. Like they're mm-hmm. the clingy one. That's fair. Yeah, that's true. It, but I, I agree. I think that was like the issue that I had that was like, this isn't what a woman would do. Mm-hmm. And that, not that like no woman ever would do that. Like I, someone like some, they're all different. Everyone's different. Yeah. But like, 
Mm, but I have to say, I think women are better at drawing boundaries. And I think men cannot. Men want to have their cake and eat it, too. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. Which is why I think, though, that she wouldn't have sex with him when he came yeah. out. Yeah. She'd be like, sorry. And he would be trying. I don't know. I Yeah, I think I can go both ways. I think, like, you know, she has every right to get her rocks off if she wants. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, home video system. This was the most thrilling 10 minutes of television I've watched <laughs> in <since> years. <laughs> Do you think that they have a Blu-ray player or a Laserdisc player in the home theater? Because it's 2004. Oh, with it's like Blu-ray? For sure. What is a home theater now compared to 2004? Oh. 3D. I don't know, but 3D even feels like past, like passe. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. I started... Uh, Hulu kept showing me ads for TVs I can't afford, and one of them was, like, one that it was, like, when your movie goes off, it becomes a piece of art in your house, and it's just, it looks like a beautiful piece of art that's framed on the wall. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's my standard now. I didn't even know that existed. <laughs> According to, like, Hulu last week, yeah. Wow. Oh, look, they're getting ready to go to Jimmy Kimmel. I like how they talk about how lit the green room is. Yeah. <laughs> it's a show that happens every single day. Like, yeah. it would not be like that. No. Yeah. yeah also, like, wouldn't it be in mid-afternoon? That's the thing. Yes. That's, this is the timeline of this show all today, <laughs> or this this particular episode. was Like, when they were golfing, I'm like, okay, you, first of all, you're in L.A., and it's not like you guys, I don't see you particularly getting up early, catching catching the worm or whatever this day it is. Like, you're, like, going out. I, I, I can't imagine any of you were up before 10 a.m., and then you're eating breakfast, and you're calling people pussy-whipped, and then you're going shopping for suits, and then you're going golfing, and then you're having lunch, and then you're going to Jimmy Kimmel. Like, that would not happen with L.A. traffic. Like, I'm sorry. No, you could do one of those things, and that's it. Exactly. Yeah. So but isn't Jimmy Kimmel live, or is that not? Because um, the show is Jimmy Kimmel Live. Oh, yeah. So he... But I don't, that's the thing is that I don't know if he really is live anymore. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if he would be I'm not time. sure. I don't know at the point of this, when this was filmed, if, if, if indeed it was a live show, a live show. But, but even so, you know, even so, considering what you said, it's like they still left. You would think that like, this all happened. Well, and he took a nap. They, he said he woke up with a nap. He's like, what are you wearing? He's like, looks like you just rolled out of bed. He's like, I did. He's <laughs> He looks groggy enough. He had to have entered like REM sleep, so it's like at least yeah. 90 minutes. Yeah. He's been asleep for a while. Uh, so they're entering the green room, and they're yeah. like, a bit, like oh, <laughs> it is the most insane green room I've ever seen in my life. The most 2004 green room I've yeah. ever seen. Plaid like, pants everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And it looks like, it seems like it's only women. Like, it seems mm. like they're saying, mm -hmm. like, Jimmy Kimmel goes out before each show, hires a bunch of prostitutes, puts them in a room for the men. Like, it's, it's just, I'm like, where did these women come from? That is my main concern. Oh, and then the, the female star has... Uh, just other hot women in her dressing room. They're not yeah. helping her. They're not makeup people. They're not hairstylists. They're just, they're just women. bored-looking oh. hot women. This is actually, like, a good power move, though. A trade. So Vincent is... He finds out that a former flame is on Jimmy Kimmel, and he goes to her dressing room before the show starts, and he's like, hey, because uh, he talks about how he hooked up with her in the Hamptons, never called her again, so he goes to her dressing room, and he says, hey, like, I'm so sorry I never called you, and then she goes, I never called you, mm. and 
then she kicks out all her friends, and they go into her dressing room, and they start having sex. That was a good power move. I think so, too. Because I feel like that is, like, a thing. Whenever someone says, I didn't call you, it's like, "Mm, unless I left you a message and you didn't respond, (laughs) then that's not how this happened. Yeah. Yeah. I hate when people apologize for stuff like that, where they, like, I'm so sorry I didn't call you, and there was never an expectation, ever, and I don't know. I had a guy do that to me after two dates, and I was like, I... Who? Yeah, yeah. he sent me this long-ass text, like a novel I have to read, trying to tell me that he's just getting over his girlfriend. Oh, God. Like, I don't, I barely thought about you. Like, I don't, why do you think I care so much? They all think they're so important. All these guys. (laughs) Just (laughs) get on a tangent. Thank you so much for putting me out of my misery. I lost so much sleep over (laughs) this. Exactly. Oh, look, E is smoking. With the assistant. I do like her. I feel yeah. like she's mm-hmm. the, the like, almost like a tamer version of a manic pixie dream girl. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense, but she's like. Yeah, I feel that. She was in the OC. Um, yes. What was her name? God, I can't remember. She I was, was not. She was in I never, never watched the OC. Oh, you are missing out. <laughs> oh my God. We had a huge OC fan our last episode. It's so it's so good. <laughs> I recently revisited it and uh, I was like, this is it is hilarious. Oh my god. How many people recommend. watch it? Though? I've watched like, how the many reality seasons? TV. I feel like there's like fifteen seasons. <laughs> <laughs> They've been on for a while. It just they One really... time I looked it up though, and it's substantially less than you think. It's like five, I think. Oh really? Yeah, yeah well, and they... from what I've heard, you just stop after three. <laughs> They sure cram a lot of stuff in. <laughs> somebody gets shot. Like somebody, like Damn. there's everything you could imagine in a teen drama happens. Well, it was very that was that's another show that was very successful. It was so good. But I'll forgive teen dramas a lot of things that I won't necessarily forgive. Any, which is like it is an HBO show. It was clearly for men. Like yeah. there's a lot of things to take into consideration here. I know that like we I do like the main purpose of this podcast for me it was like to shit on entourage but like mm-hmm. it is into like even now when i go back and watch i'm like fuck this is entertaining like yeah it is for sure the episodes go so fast like mm-hmm. and they don't if they were dragging then i'd be like oh this is a piece of shit but yeah and also now okay so now we have ari talking to sarah silverman mm-hmm. who he clearly like doesn't know that she was with jimmy kimmel at this time because he's like why are you here she's like i'm here like, oh, you hang out in the green room? She's like, no. Like, what is wrong with you? The green room's lit. Everybody hangs out here. <laughs> and then she calls him out for hitting on her. Yes. Yeah. That was awesome. Then, and this is the literally the one time he's not hitting on a woman. He's mm-hmm. like, no, it, I wasn't hitting on you. I think that was a that was just a cover. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Because if she'd said yes, he probably would be like, yeah, right. But that, but that was like, I, I'm not a huge Sarah Silverman fan. Just. I think she's cool. I just comedy wise, I don't yeah. like feel I not the same taste. But I was like, yeah, I love that you like did that. Yeah. Okay. Now mm-hmm. Vinny is on the show with Sarah Foster, the actress that he was just banging in the dressing room. But I don't understand. I just don't understand how they go on stage and they're just like holding like holding hands like they're a couple or something. Like where what. Yeah. It just made a weird jump for me. It, it was, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, it was not she's logical. like nagging him like they have a whole like history of yeah. that story. Like, can you it's believe like, him? And the audience is like, Ooh. They boned two times. 
It was like, okay. I, I got it for like a, a celebrity standpoint, like this, like their story they're putting out there. Uh-huh. But it was also a little bit like, again, it was, it was just this thing where I was like, you were so, you seem so like, I don't, I'm, you know what, in, in the end, I guess maybe she's just being smart and she's making a career move. She's like, she doesn't really give a fuck about mm-hmm. him. Yeah. But we'll never know because I don't think, we might see her, like, I think she's in the next episode, but. She is? And that's it. I think. I'm going off of a picture I saw on HBO Go, so that might not be accurate. <laughs> well, trust HBO. Oh, and I like how the long-time grudge between uh, <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel and Johnny Drama was, what was it? Like, somebody didn't call the other person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was friend-ghosting. <laughs> it was friend-ghosting. It's literally the same, yeah, it's the same thing Vinny did. So now, Jimmy Kimmel is like, hey, bring out Johnny Drama, who is in the green room. He's like, I want to talk to him about this issue that we've been having. So now he is, he's, you know, mustering up the courage to go <laughs> on stage. He's flustered, but he's doing it. He asks if he needs makeup. <laughs> <laughs> and then they run to the stage with some production person. Oh, and here he is. Everybody's Dear applauding. Johnny Drama. And then they seem fine. Jimmy and Johnny are fine. <laughs> like, the, like, then they're like, I guess I should have called you. My bad. It is, like, for that to be the focus of, like, a third of the episode, for that to be the C story and it to be resolved with literally a lie you can barely hear whispered in Jimmy Kimmel's ear. Yeah, it's, like, literally a handshake and a hug and it's over. Yeah, it's like I, like... Yeah. Oh my god, I just realized right now they're enjoying the home theater that they got from doing the um <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, I didn't get that. Yeah. I didn't either. They they promote the home theater because the guys like if you get Vinny to say, you know, whatever the company's yeah. name is on air, uh I'll give you this stuff for free. And so there's like these cutaways now where they're all like laughing at what's happening on TV watching Kimmel and I guess this is the home theater. Honestly, it's, it's not that impressive. <laughs> not at all. It's like, it is, it's just a TV. It's just a TV. <laughs> I think that's why it didn't register to me. Because like, it must have been something nicer than this. Unless they get an upgrade. Up, and then it ends just with, And that's it. There's Johnny Drama taking a drag of a blunt. Goodbye. Who's your favorite, like, entourage dude? We, we touched briefly on this. But... Mm. Of the men in the entourage. Definitely E. Yeah. I was going to say E. Because he's the only one that does work. I like people that work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Also, he just seems like he cares. He, yeah. He's the real MVP behind everything. So, like, he's <laughs> the person who, like, really made things happen. Mm-hmm. And helped make all the business decisions. And, like, I don't know. I feel like in every episode, he's he's the only one who's actually working. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Turtle he, could be such a great comic relief or something, you know, like the crazy guy. But now, mind you, I haven't seen every episode of Entourage. <laughs> I just feel like there could be more from him. Yeah, and he was sort of like a jerk and sort of misogynistic, but not where you were sort of like, where do you, where, what are you getting this from? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> And Johnny Drama is too vulnerable and, like, too much of, like, he just, he tries too hard, I mm-hmm. think. You just feel bad for him where you're just like, relax, dude. Yeah, I don't know. I think E is the most interesting. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that. I was personally a 
an Ari person when I was younger. Oh, same. Oh, I didn't know he was... But, okay, if he Well, knows. yeah, it's, it's weird because it's like, is he part of the entourage? Like, in this season, I would say no, but in later seasons, it'd be like, he's one of the boys. Yeah. If, yeah. yeah. He I got all like, the zingers. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. feel like, technically, I wouldn't consider him part of the entourage. Yeah. If he's not living... That's fair. You know what? If he's not living with them... Yeah. If he moved in, maybe... Maybe, like, does he ever move in with them? No. No. No, he's got a wife and kids. He's he, got shit to do. He does, but then the wife in, like, the last season is, like, seeing Bobby Flay, because they, they break up briefly. Oh, that's right. Wow. Scandal. Yeah. Oh, my God. I saw Jeremy Piven eating lunch at a place in Beverly Hills when I was there in August, and that's all I have to say about that. Was it sushi? No. It was a, like, what is it, Earth Cafe or something? Oh, yeah. He was, it looked like he was eating a sandwich. Um, I somehow got his phone number when I was in high school. What? And my friends what? and I used to prank call him. No, no way. way. Yeah, I, I totally forgot about it. I don't know. I just remembered it right now. Oh, my yeah. God. Uh, he wasn't a fun person to prank call, though. You know when people I... actually, like, engage with you and are like, who is this? And <laughs> he wasn't a fun one. Oh. I can't imagine him being fun to prank call. No, That's he was. Surprising. Yeah, it wasn't. It was not eventful. Was he like genuinely pissed off, or just like didn't care when we're? No, what were the pranks? He was what just did like, you what call the about? Oh god, I don't even remember. Like we, <laughs> anything you could imagine, we would three way call. We would call somebody, and someone else would <laughs> would call Domino's, so that when the person <laughs> picked up, they'd be like, "Hi, like, what, can I take your order?" <laughs> called you we used to like god we used to call people and pretend to be like uh like like a hot girl wanting to hook up oh i used god. to pretend to be a dude who wants to meet you at the gas station to fight you um, <laughs> like oh my god we like yeah it was this was like what we did for fun i hope i desperately hope that one day jeremy piven listens to this and is like it was her. It was her all those times. I wonder if he's had more prank calls that were... The, I don't think he got the good ones. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. The yeah. lackluster prank calls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those, those are never fun. Not Nothing to write home about. That's funny. Was yeah. it during... <clears throat> so when you were prank calling him, was it when he was on Entourage? It was pre or... Uh, yeah, actually. I just... Yeah. I graduated in 05. Okay. So it was like peak entourage. Well, actually, not really peak. I think it last. I think this was just the beginning. So uh, I feel like in college, like because I I graduated high school in '05. Yeah, as well. Yeah, and I feel like in college I had friends who like loved entourage. Yeah, same. I remember I thought entourage was like super dope in in college, and yeah. I had a pink razor phone, and I had the entourage yes. theme song as my ringtone. No. And I was, I was, I was in high school, and I was wow. like, "This is the fucking coolest thing. <laughs> Everyone's gonna love me." But also, like, I never interacted with boys in high school, so it was my girlfriends were like, "Your phone's ringing." Yeah. <laughs> Why? Like, what is this? <laughs> That's hilarious. I mean, now I think about, like, I don't know if you guys have ever heard, there's this thing on YouTube where someone looped the theme song over for, like, I think it's, like, three hours. Jesus Christ. It's, oh just, my God. it's just a video on YouTube with, like, a picture of the, I think it's, like, a picture of 
like a poster of entourage uh-huh. and just the theme song. Wait, who found that? Who actually, who discovered that you did? did one you? of my one of my friends actually discovered <laughs> it and then shared it with me because he knew I would appreciate it. Oh my <laughs> god. Or it actually might not even be the whole theme song. It might just be them saying, Oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah for like three hours. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> that sounds like torture. It, I can only assume it's used in some high-level, like, CIA shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Screw waterboarding. Yeah. This is how we get people to talk. But the fact that I could even find that on my phone to, like, buy that, I think is a testament to how popular Entourage was. Yeah. You know, they were like, you need this, you need this. This uh, is the ringtone. Ring Who sings the theme song again? Was it... I believe it was uh, Jane's Addiction or the front man whose name is escaping me right now. Uh, Perry something. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I know Um, who you're talking about. uh, I'm going to, I'm looking this up super quick. But I wonder, is that, was the song made just for the show or did they rip a part from an existing song? I've forgotten that it's like a pretty entertaining opening. It is, actually. It is. It does a good job of, like, setting the scene. God, this is so much harder than it should be to... Oh, Jane's Addiction. Yeah. Right. I think it was a song before this. It, it looks like it was a song before this. Well, that song has been forever changed <laughs> in history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think because now when I hear people talk, like, in that, that video I mentioned, like, I think people make fun of it. I don't think it's really something that, like... But I guess, you know what, I guess that's true for, like, any theme song, but, like, the Friends theme song, no one's like, mm-hmm. hey, you want to go listen to... <laughs> the Rembrandts? <laughs> Rembrandts? What? Oh, <laughs> that's a deep, deep one, a deep oh, burn. That song now plays in Dwayne Reed. It, oh, is it only Dwayne Reed? It's just an exclusive Dwayne Reed I song? I heard it at Dwayne Reed the other day, and I was like, why? What? Uh, the Rembrandts and Dwayne Reed have an exclusive contract. <laughs> Or Walgreens, or other. They are owned by Walgreens. Yeah. yeah. Well, the friends shopped. That's but you do hear the weirdest song. Like, I, I wouldn't necessarily be surprised if I heard Superhero playing in a... I don't know. Is it called Superhero, the song? Yeah. <laughs> I could see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, in some Muzak. Yeah. Like, let's see, where would that be a good place to play? Maybe, like, Six Flags. Oh, oh Six Flags yeah. would be great. I feel like people would get into that at Six Flags. <laughs> I've never been to Six Flags. What? I actually have never been either. You're not so missing out on anything, literally. A true nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My little sister worked there and could have gotten me in, like, basically for free. And I was just like, that's still not worth it. I wow. would still prefer not to do that. Wow. Okay. Last time it. I got... I. Side note about Six Flags, last time I was there, I got cut in line by a girl who was wearing short, like, booty shorts and had a pit bull tattoo, like, a tattoo of, like... Her dog, which was a pit bull that went from her hip to her knee, and she like climbed over a bunch of fences to cut me in line for the Batman the Ride in St. Louis. Wow! I don't know what would be worse because I thought you meant Pitbull the singer. I was like, I, I, moment, I thought that too. That's why I had to specify because I was like, honestly, I would have respected it if it, was <laughs> it would have been a real choice. Yeah, yeah. but I would have been okay with it. No, it's just like her dog. That's a lot. Yeah. I can't say what it feels like to get kicked in the balls, but I know what it feels like to uh, sit on the Riddler where the the seat of the bike is way too high. Oh, and, no. Jesus. <laughs> like, you're, the force is, like, hitting you right in between your legs in the loops. Oh, and you're like, oh my God. This, like, 
you like broke your crotch bone, basically. Oh, um, great. Yeah. So there's that. There's what mm-hmm. else? A lot uh, of bad Batman ride experiences. I mean, yeah. With Riddler and Batman. Somebody died yeah. on the Joker in St. Louis, I think. Because it like yeah. Ooh. Wait, it, what's like, the difference between the Riddler and the the shit. Joker? The Joker was like you would do like a bunch of like it would shoot you out. That was like the big thing in like 1998 when they like opened it was that it would immediately go to 60 miles an hour. And wow. then you'd go over a oh. bunch of loops and then you'd go straight up in the air and it'd hold you up there like a couple stories up and then you'd do the whole thing backwards. And apparently the first time that they rode it like snapped someone's <gasps> neck. Oh, oh Jesus! Okay. Yeah, I was just gonna make a joke that oh. what if there was a ride that they were like goes to 120 miles an hour and the first time it went just everyone's head everyone was decapitated. Yes. Yes! <laughs> Which is a weird thought to have. You would think they would test. Did she have a weak neck? I have no idea. And honestly, we could probably look that up and it'd be like a St. Louis urban legend. And it, the Six Flags Corporation is not going to be happy with this. But this was what I remember going around when I was in like fifth grade. If we're going to take shots at anyone, I feel like Six Flags is an appropriate oh, yeah. target. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. loving this tangent right now. Same. <laughs> like, really. My, my sister, uh, she worked the Scooby-Doo ride, which was a, a water ride where you would like go slowly around and like shoot at things. So then she oh. had to clean up a lot of... Uh, fluids and things because like oh, high school what? kids would go in and it's just like a t- like a seven minute dark ride on a boat <clears throat> oh, oh, oh. So, it was, it, so it was almost like uh-huh. it's a small world yes like yes 100 yeah. and so then you would disney like disney jail you go to disney jail if you like do something bad oh, on yeah. one of the rides and they'll they'll come in and swoop you before the lights come on so like <laughs> you'll just be on a boat and like look over and someone's just gone because they like try what? to yeah my stepmom told me this when she used to go on like high school field trips to disneyland and some kid in her cart uh, on Snow White tried to reach and grab the apple from the witch mm-hmm. and these two dudes just like came and grabbed him and like and he like he was you know they they I guess told somebody whoever their supervisor was that uh that he was taken to the Disney jail. I would love to see the Disney jail. Oh, I'm trying to see it. He'll I want to commit a crime at Disney just so I can go to the jail. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet they have like cartoon yeah. bunk beds or something that are like that, like similar to when you go to like Minnie and Mickey's house. Yeah, they have to. I would imagine it's <laughs> like like Eagleton's jail in like Parks and Rec, where yeah. you get a gift bag when you leave. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like, we still want you to have the best time on planet Earth here. You hear they have like little mouse ears, but with like little jail cells over them. <laughs> yeah, the jail, the the gate of your cell is like Mickey's head or something. And the gate just opens <laughs> and we push it. It's like we're not really containing. You. I I have a friend that works at Disneyland. I am going to have to ask. Him what if this, this is a what if this is a secret and Disneyland hears this and then we all have to get Come at me. Yeah. Like, all, yeah. I think we're all willing think, for this secret. I think yeah. at this oh, point yeah. all the amusement parks are coming after us. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, what else? Dorney Park, Knott's Berry, Farm? Knott's Berry Farm. Yes, I was we just thinking about that. Farm. Yeah, Knott's yes. Berry Farm. Oh, no, so not are you from LA? No, my dad's from California though. Oh yeah, Knott's Berry Farm, which is like Snoopy and I love Snoopy that's Dorney and Park. I loved Knott's Berry Farm. <laughs> I feel like that was the place where I don't know. Every the whole appeal there is uh, is very like pioneers in the country. Yeah, and then peanuts. What? That is the I just East Coast it. version is Dorney is, uh, sorry, I'm, I don't know why I'm so hung up on saying Dorney Park a million times. <laughs> I, I want to go to Dorney. Dorney <laughs> Park. Wait, 
Wait, did they have, so Not Scary Farm is what sort of made them famous, which was like Halloween Horror Nights, mm-hmm. that kind of a thing, where like, the, you would go to Not Scary Farm when you, like, where you would go into haunted houses and stuff and there'd be zombies walking around and whatnot. Do, what's what's Doherty Park like? Doherty Park is just, I think, peanuts. I think that's their claim to fame. And nothing, oh, it's near Hershey Park too. So I think they take everyone who couldn't afford Hershey Park they're like, we're half an hour away, so come to Dorney Park. It's, it's actually a nice place. I don't know. I went there in the eighth grade for a show choir competition. And uh, we went on rides, and I yeah. had a giant white chocolate peanut butter cup. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. When I went to Knott's Berry Farm, I, went, we, I remember we went on some ride where you got wet. And we got so wet that we had to buy a whole new outfit. So I had these for the longest time, these, like, cotton <clears throat> Knott's Berry Farm shorts and this this Snoopy shirt, because that's what I changed into, because we were, like, soaking, and I really wanted to go on the wooden roller coaster, my mom was like, we're not, you're not going on it soaking, you're gonna get sick, so we, ha- we got a whole new Knott's Berry Farm <laughs> outfit. Oh my god. I, um, that happened to me at Universal Studios mm. on the Jurassic Park ride. No, they had, mm-hmm. actually, it was where you stand on the bridge and the splash, yeah. I, like, I don't know who, why someone would do that now, but at the time it was fun, and, like, <laughs> there's a picture that we took as a group and I'm like wearing these shorts and my crotch is like eating my shorts. <laughs> there's a there's a clear uh like angle where the shorts are going up for your like what? what this is a really cute picture but what what's wrong with her? <laughs> was this a, a part of the Jurassic Park attraction? Like yeah, where were you like standing a, on a bridge? Uh so the Jurassic Park ride you I guess near near the part where people get splashed. There's a big drop at the end, and there's a bridge over the drop, so when the splash comes up, you can get soaked. Okay. It's like a very middle school thing to do. So middle school. Yeah. So middle school. I love being wet. (laughs) (laughs) And you were were a total wuss if you wouldn't do it. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. But that's where you just go to. I grew up in Florida, so you go to Tampa, and there was Busch Gardens and Adventure Island, or was it? Yeah, I think it was Adventure Island. It It was a water park. I mean, now, now, oh, now that I've been, well, <laughs> now that I'm older and kind of know more of the reality of water parks, I don't think I'm going to hang out in them <laughs> anytime soon. But when I was younger, man, oh my God, that lazy river <laughs> all day. Give me those slides. I want to go down and twist and turn. I mean, it was a blast. But now. But now it's uh, a little darker. It's Would you let your kids go to a water park? Oof. I was, probably I would because I would I would tell myself it's building their immunity. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. I was a lifeguard for a really long time, and it would have to like my kids would have to be Olympic level swimmers for me to let them go to a water park. Wow, <laughs> those idiots don't know what they're doing. I no, I I agree with you because my Ugh. my boyfriend from uh, high school and part of college was a lifeguard, but he didn't really do formal lifeguard training. He he forged a certificate with the lifeguard. What? That makes, me, that makes me retroactively so anxious. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, he was pretty much And he gave kids swimming lessons. Oh, no. I remember <laughs> that. It was like, blow your bubbles like to the kids. What? It's just, I mean, not that he isn't like a very competent person and mm-hmm. but, like responsible, but just goes to show. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Hearing that he did that, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> So yeah. your concern is the safety and not the, like, germ 
Yeah, I mean, every, just like even regular pools are, again, just like the things that you yeah. learn when you like work yeah. behind the scenes at a pool. They're just disgusting. All of them are disgusting. Yeah. Like pools? Yeah. In pools in general. Yeah. Hot tubs, pools, yeah. kiddie pools, They're dive pools. Of pits. Oh, yeah. And probably other stuff too. Yeah. We would have to, yeah, one of the jobs you would do once a week, this is so gross. You'd have to like drain the hot tub and clean the scum line, and it was just like a layer of white goo that came off of people that you would have to scrub <laughs> off. Yeah. So, oh like, my God. There just yeah PSA don't use public hot tubs I'm still going to yeah. I know I, it's at least be an informed like Wait, do, an informed just pop public beforehand yeah. <laughs> Yo, yeah. yeah this was like it was like in a rec center so people oh, would like okay, come yeah. from like upstairs uh, working out and we would have like you would have like short. oh yeah but like we could enforce that and then you would have like like I don't now it's on a real <laughs> tangent we had like we had ball juggler man it was like an old man who would come up and like put one of his legs up on the side of the thing and like let jets come out. Oh. <laughs> and we had to like, we had to tell like, and men would do that constantly, like constantly. They would stand up. Like ball juggler man was the only one who would like lift his leg like a dog, and we had to like get a manager to Can be you like. Imagine if I walked up to a jet in a hot tub and was like, gotta let it clean out everything, <laughs> and my like, and I, I just like straddled just, it. Like, stir up. Oh, that felt good. Oh, it was so gross. That was so gross. But yeah, so yes, it's like more of a safety thing is that I just like don't trust a 16-year-old watching 200 people in a wave pool. That's fair. Yeah, that's that's legit. What a nightmare. And they're all high. Like one time I rotated for a guy and he like was coming down a ladder and he stopped halfway on the ladder and I was like, hey man, what's up? You you like doing okay? And he like stood there for a really long time and I was like, buddy, you got to come down off the ladder. And he finally came down and he's like, oh man, sorry. It was 420 while I was on my break. And I was like, so you went and hotboxed your car and then like we're watching people on Olympic diving boards. And he's like, yeah, man, what was I supposed to do? What? I would get so Ooh. paranoid. If I, I got, if I got high and had to go watch a bunch of people right? swimming, I would, <laughs> I would, I would zone out and then snap out of it thinking, holy shit, what if this whole time someone's like, like been dying yes. and, and under my watch and I let this happen and then play out the rest of my life. <laughs> what would it be like? In the like <laughs> 10 minutes that you're sitting <laughs> I'm, I'm confident that it's a job only 16 year olds can have because 16 year olds are like idiots and they don't like understand life and how fragile it is. Yeah. Like adults can't be lifeguards because like, I tried to lifeguard as an adult after I graduated from college, and I had a full-blown panic attack. I was just like, this is too much responsibility. <laughs> I think that's true. But I have to say, even if with all that, I still my biggest concern is the germs. Fair. <laughs> yeah, it's I, fair. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I feel like even, you know, hi, Joseph or whoever is going to... I think, like, if my kid's <laughs> drowning, he's going to have the wherewithal to, to save him. I mean, that's wishful thinking, I guess. <laughs> Speaking of theme parks, I once went into it. This is not interesting. I don't know why I'm even starting it. I once went into a swimming pool at Disney World. I took my life jacket off. My parents were very clear. I was like three years old. I was like, you don't take your life jacket off. And I was like, fuck that. And I took my life jacket off because I was like, this doesn't look cool. I'm not wearing this. And I just walked off. The, like, I, literally, I literally went down. Steps to the point where I couldn't, like, like a fucking idiot, I just walked down the steps until it was too high for me to put my head up, and, and like, my dad had to jump in with, like, his, his... I've had so many drowning, almost accidents. I've... 
<laughs> I identify. <laughs> that was the the only time I had to save somebody was the same thing that I was a kid and I just had to watch the king get to a point where they're drowning. I was like, oh, I can't uh, grab him before he's drowning. So I just had to wait until he got all the way down and there's drowning. just his little fingers at the top. And I was like, oh, God, okay. Another time I was in the pool of my best friend's brother. My mom, I don't know why she told me this. I mean, I guess I get it. But when I was little, my mom was very clear. She's like, if you ever see someone in trouble in the pool, tell someone. Don't do anything about it. What? Wait, don't do anything about it. She like, make sure you tell someone. I think because she knew I wasn't a good swimmer, and maybe she was like, don't go down with them. But uh, I was in the the pool with my best friend's little brother, and he like was at a point where he couldn't swim, and I was like, uh, I was like calling up to his mom. I was like, Mrs. Dove, uh, Patrick's having some trouble. She was like, help him. I was like, okay, I just want to make sure you knew. My dog, God, I felt so bad. I felt really bad. We had a misunderstanding one time. <laughs> I, I was, uh, I was sitting, like, I was kind of submerged in the water, but, like, my head was above. I learned how to swim very early, and, I, like, I swam all the time, and, and I was sitting on, um, like, a ledge in the pool, and we had a, a, a new golden retriever puppy, and, oh, poor guy, he, like, saw the top of a head in the pool, and, like, grabbed my hair by his oh <laughs> and I didn't understand oh what was god. happening so I was like what are you doing like oh my god this hurts so bad <laughs> and he, but he was trying to save me oh. with his instinct he was such a good boy I felt so bad because I got I was so mad at him after and I and like shamed him but he was just trying to save He's my life I <laughs> know it's understandable though that he that you would be I would be my dog regularly bites my head for no reason. I'm not yeah. in danger, so he—it's a new thing he started. Uh, How old is he now? Ten months. It's a brand new thing. Where he's like, I'm gonna eat your hair every minute of every day, and uh, I don't know why. He just thinks it's funny. So I—I I get why you would be mad. Yeah. <laughs> so guys, I think we're gonna wrap this up. Not right. gonna lie, it's 9 p.m. and HQ is about to start. I've been was... here for 12 hours, by the way. In yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah. in this office. Yeah, we've, we've also, we're doing this in our office, and this is, um, it's been a long night, so we're gonna head out. Um, yeah. You guys, thank you for watching. Next week, we will be watching the next episode, episode four of Entourage. Guys, thank you so much for- Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. This has been great. Uh, Woman Entourage. Yeah, well, bye. Thanks. How is this still a thing? You can't make this shit up. We're taking names and digging graves. We've had it fucking enough. Let's talk it out, bitches. Let's talk it out.